you for downloading this podcast from Victory Outreach Manchester. We pray that this message will bless your life as you listen. God has called him to the UK. That's, that's, like, that's a specific calling. You know, there's many of us who want to go around the world and do this and do that, but in our backyards, and this is his backyard, he's a, a native of Salford, um, he was born, born and I was going to say raised. I don't know, dragged up, raised. He was raised in Salford, and uh, he was started off life liking his music. You know, he was a DJ, a little bit of a, you know, selector. You know what I mean? With his house music. How many of you are old enough to remember the rave scene? Come on now, <coughs> Ed bands, whistles, and all that stuff. Praise the Lord. And uh, God took him on a journey through addiction and prison, craziness, and out the other side. He's an author of one of the most incredible, best-selling Christian books that there is, Once an Addict. He's also the visionary and driving force behind the Fixed Conference that we participate in every single year for addicts, ex-addicts, and those with a heart for addicts. And uh, we've been privileged to be a part of that for many, many years, and uh, he is such a great friend. I love him, and uh, I love his dress sense, man. He still dresses like he's back at the ends, you know what I mean? And, uh, but he is an anointed man of God. I want you to big up Jesus right now, and help me to welcome Barry Woodward as he comes today. Nice to see you, to see you. Turn to somebody near to you and say you're looking pretty sharp today. Now say to them, but you don't look as sharp as me. If you'd been stood with that copper at the edge of that river, you'd have heard us. Earlier that week, I was practicing DJing while whizzing off my head on amphetamines. You should have seen me a look like Gallum on speed behind decks. I'd practiced for months, and then that day at last, I got the knack of mixing two tunes in time, Waka Wong, and in key, Chaka Chong, every time. As you'd expect, I was buzzing. Then Tanya, my girlfriend, walked in. Tanya had the looks. She had red hair. She didn't do drugs, but by now, she'd worked out that I did. She didn't need the skills of Sherlock to suss that. Tanya, come here, watch this. I can mix in time, walk a wong, and in key, chuck a chong every time. Big deal, I'm not bothered. I'm just getting from work. Anyway, I don't think I can do this anymore, Barry. Look at the state you're in. I know you're off your head, you always are. I've just not said out before. We had a massive row and split up. So I put my gear in the car 
and got off. 58 hours later, I arrived in Buxton. It was only 35 miles away. I was convinced that the big man upstairs had sent me there and that now tooled up with my techniques, turntables and tunes, that I was going to be a famous DJ and that I was going to make a record. I'm not on 10 bed and breakfast doors. I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. I need a room. I didn't get one. I don't think Digs in the Sticks are used to this at 2 o'clock in the morning. I went for a mooch around this public park. There's a river. If I cross that, I'm going to be proper famous. So I stripped off. Got in. Got out the other side. Then I came to this big old building with a glass door. Bang, bang, bang. A woman peeked through. You should have seen her face. <sighs> she didn't give me your room either. Do you blame her? Next minute, I saw a blue flashing light. Oh no, it's the dibble. So I legged it back down to the river. When I jump in there, I'm going to fall through the bottom and get away. So I jumped, but I hit the bottom instead. That bit was only that deep. <laughs> then that copper looked over the edge. He'd taken his hat off and he had a short sleeve shirt on. What are you doing in there like that? At this time, come here, he reached down to lend me his hand. Hey, officer, I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. Are you now, lad? Yeah, I just need a room. I think I can help you find one of them. <laughs> and he did. I ended up in Leicester Prison on remand with a room down the hospital wing. I wasn't well, I was damaged, I was on that broken path. Do you know that we all wind up on that broken path at some point? Because damage happens to us all. Damage caused by our own personal dramas, you'll find we've all been on that path. It's not just me. There was a sharp-thinking fella on the scene in early Bible days called Solomon. He said, give careful thought to the paths of your feet. So, what helpful truths can be found if we grab his advice and take a trip back down that broken path? Let's go see. To kick off, that broken path is where repairs can get actioned. Picture this, you're driving a car and you stop at a T-junction waiting to turn right. Then a double-decker bus comes beside you and stops waiting to turn left. Then the bus sets off to turn the corner, but as it swings around, the back end of the bus hits the side of your car so hard that it jolts you. But then the bus doesn't stop. The driver just carries on like nothing's happened. What would you do? Phone a friend? Get and take a Facebook selfie. Check that didn't. My back's killing me. I can feel a claim coming on. A big one. Ow. Or would you bomb it after the bus like I did when it happened to me on Boundary Lane in Hume? Fast and Furious style, 
in my 16-plate focus. I put my passenger window down ready so he could smell the burning rubber as I did an handbrake turn in front of the bus to stop the driver. Hey, mate! His comb-over popped out. What? You've just hit the side of my car. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. When you pulled out back there, you knocked into me. You pushed me right over. That wasn't me. Get off and come and have a look. So I got out. I went to the side of my car. Look at the state of that there. Look at all the orange and white paint in there. That's not off mine. Are you having a laugh? You can't say that's not off yours. Look. There's even some of my black there on that massive scuff on the corner of yours. That's not black. That's dark grey. That's black. Ford shadow black to be exact. How can you be so hard-faced? You bang to rights, mate. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like I am really, doesn't it? I better give me details then, aren't I? When I got home, I phoned my insurance. A bush just hit me and damaged the side of my car. Okay, sir, someone from my local body shop will be in touch to arrange to pick it up. Later that day, they came. They took my car away and they repaired the damage. Do you know, in a similar fashion, God can repair the damage done to us, but he's the master repairer because he's able to repair damaged hearts. He's able to repair damaged emotions and he's even able to repair the damage done to us by those hard-faced so-and-sos who try to deny it like the bus driver with a comb-over did. See, that broken path is where repairs can get actioned. Think about the damage that's landed you on that path. Listen, God can repair that damage. He can reach down to lend you his hand. A bloke in the Bible, Job, man, he was proper damaged by all the drama that had happened to him. But then God flipped the script. It says that God restored him and gave him back twice as much. See, that broken path is where repairs can get actioned. I was in that public park. It was way gone two in the morning. Hey, officer, I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. That broken path is where repairs can get actioned. And aside from this, that broken path can have an end point. Raise your hand if you've ever been the kind of person to write letters with a pen. For the younger ones, this is how we use to send a message to someone. Do you know, apart from those I wrote when I was in prison, I've only ever sat down once to write a letter this way. This was to me mum. It's the only letter I've ever sent her. I've still got the letter because our kid found it in a biscuit tin underneath my mum's bed after she died. I wrote this during a period on that path towards the end when I was a bit of a hostile resider. By this stage, I was so poor, I used to turn my zucchini tracksuit bottoms inside out to get another six months out of them. If you'd been in that hostel in my room, you'd have seen me 
at that little table writing it. Hi, ma'am. I thought I'd drop your line to let you know how I'm doing. This Sally Army hostel is so much better than the one in Salford. It cost me 21 quid a week. I get my breakfast, dinner, tea, supper all in. And it's the best food I've ever eaten. Ma'am, I'm looking for a cheap black and white portable telly. If you see one about a tenner, let me know. I've been travelling around on my free bus pass and I've asked our Kev to post me up the cheap bootleg tobacco. So don't worry about me up here. I'm fine. Love you, ma'am. Baz. P.S. I bet you didn't know I could write letters, did you? As you can see, I was stuck on that broken path. Then God reached down to lend me his hand to take me off it. And so my days on there were done. Listen. 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 That broken path can have an end point. Paul, out of the Bible, he was on that broken path more than once in the course of his lifetime. And he said, yet God rescued me from them all. Are you on that broken path? Because you've been damaged in some way. Maybe you've wound up on there recently. Or it could be that you've been stuck on there for some time. Listen, however long you've been on there, or even if you've been on there more than once, God can take you off that path. Same as he did with me. See, that broken path can have an end point. I was in that public park. It was way gone two in the morning. Hey, officer, I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. That broken path is where repairs can get actioned. It can have an end point and... That broken path positions you to get next to the broken. If you got chatting with Sai, you clock his stoky accent, his half gold front tooth, and his big heart for broken blokes. We first got chatting way back after I finished speaking in Dovegate Prison. That's when we first started working in jails, when my book once an addict came out. Then we started a project to give a copy of Once an Addict to every single prisoner in the United Kingdom. Right now, there's 94,400 prisoners behind bars in the UK, to be exact. We've sent 51,000 copies of Once an Addict out into prisons free of charge. And there's one small way you can help that, and with the rest of the work that we do in prisons, for every one copy of Once an Addict You Buy Today, there are some at the table at the back, we will then send two into prisons for free. And then we'll use the rest of the profit to go into our prisons ministry pot so I can keep going into jails, we can keep communicating with prison, creating content to be streamed into jails, all that stuff. So that helps with all of that. Sai was doing time in Dovegate. I can't really tell you what it was in for, but I can tell you it involved a post office, a son of shotgun and a balaclava. He was given a 12 stretch. He was on 
that broken path. Then God reached down to lend him his hand when he was in his cell one night. Now Sai heads up walk with his wife Karen. She's the brains. An organization that was set up to get alongside prisoners when they're released. If you'd been with me just recently, you'd have seen me ask him about it. Sai, I remember when the walk was getting off the ground. But tell me about the journey, mate. It started off when I was inside, bro. Towards the end of my sentence, I was working down the reception. And I kept seeing lads leaving. And within no time, they'd be back. And I thought, you know, I've been on that path. The same one as them. But now God's got me back. So when I get out, I can do something to help. That was eight years ago, bro. Nowadays, we've got a detox center, a recovery home, three support houses, and 14 semi-supported apartments. So far, since the start, we've seen 706 men through, bro. See? That broken path positions you to get next to the broken. That fella who'd been on that path more than once, he said this too. God comes alongside us when we're going through it. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who's going through it. See, when we get through it, we can then help others to navigate their way through it. What about those on that path? A similar path to yours. Weigh it up. How might you be able to help them? Knowing that God's got your back. Listen, that broken path positions you to get next to the broken. I was in that public park. It was way gone two in the morning. Hey, officer, I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. That broken path is where repairs can get actioned. It can have an end point. It can position you to get next to the broken. And as well as these, that broken path is where you can switch paths. You had to be there to hear how she said it. A little while back, I made an appointment at my doctor's to see a nurse for a routine checkup. Two days before I went, I got a text. Dear patient, your annual mental health review is due. Annual mental health review? I don't have one of them. They sent me this instead of the reminder. So I go to my doctor's and I'm sitting there waiting. Barry, would you this way, please? When I got into the treatment room, the nurse was sat at a computer. She had big brown glasses on, her hair was tied back, and I'm sure that perfume was Gucci Rush. Right then, Mr. Woodward, what you're here for? Now, let's have a look. Ah, you're here for your annual mental health review, aren't you? No, I don't have a mental health review. I'm just here for a checkup. Routine. Well, it says here, Mr. Woodward, that you're due one. Well, I can't be, because I don't have them anymore. I did do, though, whilst I was seeing a psychiatrist, back when I heard voices and I was an addict, but then I stopped seeing one. Why did you stop seeing one, Mr. Woodward? Because there's no need. Not since the voices vanished and I ditched the drugs. 
after I'd had a eureka moment in a church one day. It was like I'd switched paths. Hmm. Mm, very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. And it was the way that she said it. I knew what she was thinking. Are you sure there's no need for you to see a psychiatrist, Mr. Woodward? Listen, that broken path is where you can switch paths. Could you do with switching from that path that you're on? Look, 2,000 years ago, 2,000 miles away, God who flung the stars into space, God who spoke the universe into being, God became a man. He put skin on. We call him Jesus. And he came to this earth and he was tempted just like you, but he resisted temptation. And at the age of 33, he allowed himself to be nailed to a cross. He was damaged. He was on that broken path. But he was on there for you though, because he died on that cross to pay the price for your faults. For your flaws. And for your failures, he died on that cross so that you could get back to the drawing board and to pave the way for you to switch paths. There's a saying in God's instruction with the Bible, written by a guy who totally made people sit up and take notice. He said, be wise and always have enough sense to follow the right path. Listen, that broken path is where you can switch paths, but you need to make the change. I get to speak a lot throughout the course of a year. I spend maybe six months of my life living in a hotel. I'm now what you might call a hotel hopper. I'm not a hostel resider anymore. That was the preparation for my upgrade. Do you know, once I got locked out of a hotel, Really late at night, I was locked out. Oh no, what a numbskull. What do I do? Bide my time out here until somebody lets me in? Or do I force my way in? It's late. Life is too short. Sack that. So I grabbed the handle, turned it, and I started jolting at the door, going crazy. You should have seen me as like a frenzy Jackie Chan. Ay, ay, ay. On steroids. After about an hour, the electric lock clicked and the door swung open. Oh, that was close. I'm knackered. Oh, there's no cameras out here, though. Imagine that clip popping up on your Facebook timeline. You know, this scenario is the same as us and God. We are that building. God wants to come in. But he will never force his way in, so instead he bides his time until we open the door and give him consent to come in. In the Bible it puts it this way, 
I stand at the door. See, he stands at your door. He bides his time outside your door until you open it and give him consent to come in. And when you give him consent to come in, he reaches down to lend you his hand. Listen, that broken path is where you can switch paths, but you need to make the change. I'm going to close out now by doing a spin back. So that scene, me behind my decks. Tanya, come here, watch this. I can mix in time, walk along, an inky, chock a chong. Every time, big deal, I'm not bothered. Don't think you can do this anymore, buddy. 58 hours later, I was in Buxton. I'm going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to make a record. I need a room. I got a room in the end. Down the hospital wing in Leicester Prison. I wasn't well. I was damaged. I was on that broken path. That path that we've all been on. Sharp thinking, Solomon said. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet. We've grabbed his advice and we've taken a trip and found some fruits. If you're in the room, please stand. If you're watching online, keep watching. Listen up. Whether you're watching online or whether you're in the room. Right now, God is set to reach down to lend you his hand. He's biding his time outside your door. But it's you that needs to make the change. I'm going to land this by praying a prayer. And you can pray this whether you're watching online and you can pray this whether you're in the room as well. Two groups of people are going to pray this prayer with me. The first group, those people in this room, those people watching online, you have never given God consent to come in. It could be that you've thought about God a little bit. You've considered him, but you've never been told you need to give him consent to come in. It could be that you're searching for something. Listen, pray this prayer and see what happens. It could be that you've not given it much thought until now. It could be that you struggle with that step, the higher power step. Listen, pray this prayer, give God consent to come in and see what happens. So the first group, those people watching online, those people in the room, you've never prayed a prayer before to give God consent to come in. Today you're going to pray it. And the second group of people, those people watching online, those in the room, you have prayed a prayer at some point in the past and you've got going on your Christian journey, but right now, for whatever reason, you're not cutting it. The Bible says there's no condemnation, you know. But what I want to say to the second group, pray this prayer. Get back on track. Get back in the groove. And God will forgive and forget, and you can just crack on with the rest of your Christian journey. So they're the two groups, whether you're watching online or whether in the room. And everybody else in the room, you make up the third group. You're going to pray to encourage the first group and the second group. Are we ready? All three groups repeat after me. And I want to say this before I start. Park your pride outside. Put your pride in your handbag. Put it in your pocket. Do something with it. Get it out of the way. Because pride can stop you connecting with God. 
All three groups, repeat after me. Dear God, I come to you today and I admit that I'm not perfect. God, I ask that you forgive me for my faults, for my flaws, and for my failures. God, I ask that you wipe my slate clean. And God, I ask that you reach down right now to lend me your hand. And God, I ask that you take me off that broken path. If you're in the room and you've prayed that prayer, if you're watching online, keep watching. But if you're in the room and you've prayed that prayer, you're part of the first group and the second group. Can you put your hand up so I can see it? As quickly as you can, quickly as you can, quickly as you can. Put your hand up, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Put your hands down. If you're watching online, just put in the chat or the comment box, I prayed, and someone will be in contact with you to tell you what you need to do next. There's more people in this room. There's 22, 21 people raised their hands. There's more of you. I'm going to count down 10 seconds to give the rest of you who've not put your hand up. You're part of the first group or the second group. 10 seconds. If you've raised your hand already, don't raise it again. Anybody else? As I count down. 10. Another one over here. Anybody else? 9. Park your pride outside. 8. 7. 6. Anybody else? 5. 4. 3. Anybody else? 2. One, 23 people in the room. You've raised your hands. I'm going to count to three. On the point of three, you're going to leave your seats and you're going to go to that corner over there. That corner over there, there's a pack. Someone's going to come and stand with you. I've brought those with me. Inside that pack, we've got a little book we want you to take home. There's a card with a QR code that you need to scan and you need to watch a video because I explain what do you do next after praying that prayer. And there's also another card in there that someone from the team from the church are going to fill in with you. So 23 people, you've raised your hands. I'm going to count to three. You're going to leave your seats and you're going to that corner. Are we ready? One, two, three. You go now as quickly as you can. Let's give them a round of applause as they go to that corner. Victory Outreach Manchester is a family in the city and we are here for you. Visit us every Sunday in person at the church building or live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. Go to our website, vomanchester.org.uk for more information.